Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Monday, February 5th. On today's show, scientists think our shrinking moon is causing concerning lunar quakes, and they are using AI to decode the language of chickens. Plus, a dwarf galaxy found by accident shouldn't exist, according to scientists. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with an intriguing development in space science. For hundreds of millions of years, our moon has been shrinking, much like a raisin. Now, scientists say that this decrease in circumference is leading to shallow moonquakes, including near NASA's potential sites for human visits. Here to delve into this further is our correspondent, James. So James, can you tell us more about these moonquakes and how they're linked to the moon's shrinking? Certainly, David. Studies of moonquakes date back to the Apollo era when astronauts placed seismometers on the moon's surface to record trembles. The most powerful shallow quake was located near the South Pole, which is near landing spots for NASA's Artemis III mission. This quake is tied to a group of currently seismically active faults, which were created as the moon has shrunk. Quakes in the area could trigger landslides from loose rocks and dust from surrounding craters. Interesting. Could you explain how a shrinking moon could lead to quakes? The moon's shrinking has been small but measurable. It has contracted about 150 feet in diameter over the last few hundred million years. This is driven by the natural cooling of the moon's molten core. As the core cools, the moon's surface contracts and adjusts to the change in volume. This results in portions of the crust pushing together to form ridges known as thrust faults. Earth's gravitational pull on the moon also applies force to the lunar surface and adds stress, helping form these thrust faults. And how does this compare to Earth? Earth doesn't experience this same type of shrinking. Our molten core is also cooling, but Earth's crust is made of a jigsaw of tectonic plates unlike the moon that has a single plate. Energy from Earth's core moves those plates or is released through volcanic eruptions. So, the shrinking of our moon has negligible effects for Earth. But what about if we were to move there? That's a good point, David. The shrinking moon wouldn't pose a problem for Earthlings unless we decide to move there. The thrust faults on the moon are often associated with seismic activity and can trigger landslides. Even a moderate amount of shaking could take you off your feet. So, while the idea is not to discourage anyone from exploring the moon, it's important to understand that it's not a benign environment. How could these quakes affect future human visits to the moon? While the quakes are big, they don't occur too often. However, they would be important to protect against if and when people build an outpost for visiting or even living on the moon. Future moon bases should be installed far from seismic sources to avoid damage or built to withstand seismic shaking. However, not everyone is convinced of this potential hazard. Some researchers believe that shallow moonquakes from these thrust faults would be weaker and wouldn't affect many areas on the moon, including the majority of Artemis III landing site candidates. As we consider the implications of the moon's seismic activity for future lunar missions, Let's shift our gaze back to Earth with a fascinating development in the field of animal communication. Scientists are now using artificial intelligence to decode the language of chickens 
potentially revolutionizing our understanding of these creatures and their communication methods. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Science. Indeed, David. The research at Dalhousie University is applying AI to understand the complex language system of chickens. This chicken translator, as it's being referred to, uses AI to analyze vast amounts of audio data, recognizing patterns and nuances in chicken vocalizations. This is a significant step towards more humane and empathetic treatment of farm animals. That's intriguing. Can you tell us more about how this technology works? Certainly. The technology uses advanced data analysis techniques to decode the range of sounds that chickens make, which vary in pitch, tone, and context. One of the most exciting aspects of this research is understanding the emotional content behind these sounds. Using natural language processing, a technology often used to decipher human languages, the researchers are learning to interpret the emotional states of chickens. This can help make more informed decisions about their care and environment. So it's not just about understanding what chickens are saying, but also how they're feeling. Exactly. In addition to vocalizations, the research also explores nonverbal cues to gauge emotions in chickens. For instance, they've observed changes in temperature around the eye and head regions, as well as variations in blinking behavior, which appear to be responses to stress. These findings are opening new avenues in understanding how chickens express their feelings, both behaviorally and physiologically. And what are the implications of this research? The implications are far-reaching. In the agricultural sector, understanding chicken vocalizations can lead to improved farming practices, creating better living conditions for chickens. This can impact the quality of produce, animal health, and overall farm efficiency. The insights can also influence policies on animal welfare and ethical treatment. Furthermore, the ethical use of AI in this context sets a precedent for future technological applications in animal science. It's fascinating to see how technology is being used to improve animal welfare. Speaking of fascinating, scientists have stumbled upon a dwarf galaxy that according to current understanding shouldn't exist. The galaxy named Pearls DG was discovered by researchers from the University of Arizona using NASA's James Webb Space Telescope. The findings were published in the Astrophysical Journal Letters. Here to delve deeper into this discovery is our correspondent, Celeste. Could you tell us more about this unexpected find? Certainly, David. Dwarf galaxies, as the name suggests, are relatively small galaxies. They may contain anywhere from a thousand to a few billion stars compared to the Milky Way's 200 billion stars. Despite their size, dwarf galaxies far outnumber other types of galaxies in the universe. They are typically either quiescent, meaning they're near larger galaxies with which they interact, or they are isolated, forming new stars on their own. This understanding has been a cornerstone of our knowledge of galaxy evolution. So how does Pearl's DG differ from the typical dwarf galaxies we know of? What's unique about Pearl's DG is that it's not forming new stars and it's not interacting with a larger galaxy, which contradicts our current understanding of dwarf galaxies. The researchers discovered Pearl's DG, located about 98 million light years away from Earth, by accident while studying a galaxy cluster for the Pearl's project. It simply appeared in some of the images they took. If this dwarf galaxy isn't forming new stars and isn't interacting with a larger galaxy, what could be happening? 
The scientists believe that Pearl's DG may be a rare example of an isolated quiescent dwarf galaxy. These types of galaxies haven't been observed before, except in a few cases. They're not expected to exist based on our current understanding of galaxy evolution. The researchers were able to determine this by using the James Webb Space Telescope's instruments to image specific stars in the galaxy. They found that the stars lacked a certain color signature that occurs in new stars, indicating that all the stars in Pearl's DG are very old. Does this mean Pearl's DG is a unique case, or could there be more galaxies like it out there? Scientists believe that Pearl's D is likely not a singular anomaly. They think there could be many isolated quiescent dwarf galaxies out there, just waiting to be discovered. The James Webb Space Telescope has proven that we have the tools to find them. This discovery certainly raises more questions about the evolution of galaxies and will likely lead to further research in this area. A fascinating discovery indeed. That was Simply Science correspondent Celeste, shedding light on the unexpected discovery of a dwarf galaxy that challenges our understanding of galaxy evolution. Now, let's shift our gaze from galaxies to our very own moon, which has been shrinking for hundreds of millions of years, much like a raisin. Scientists now say that this decrease in circumference is leading to shallow moonquakes, including near NASA's potential sites for human visits. To delve into this, we have our correspondent from Simply Science. Can you tell us more about these moonquakes and their connection to the moon's shrinking? Certainly, David. Studies of moonquakes date back to the Apollo era when astronauts placed seismometers around the near side of the moon's surface to record trembles. The most powerful shallow quake was located near the South Pole, which is near landing spots for NASA's Artemis III mission. This quake is tied to a group of currently seismically active faults, which were created as the moon has shrunk. Quakes in the area could trigger landslides from loose rocks and dust from surrounding craters. Can you explain how a shrinking moon could lead to quakes? The moon's shrinking has been measurable, but small. It has contracted about 150 feet in diameter over the last few hundred million years. This is driven by the natural cooling of our moon's molten core. As the core cools, the moon's surface contracts and adjusts to the change in volume. As it shrank, portions of the crust pushed together to form ridges known as thrust faults. Earth's gravitational pull on the moon also applies force to the lunar surface and adds stress, helping form these thrust faults on the moon. What effects does the shrinking of the moon have on Earth? The shrinking of our moon has negligible effects for Earth. The change in size won't alter the occurrence of eclipses, for example. Its mass also isn't changing, so Earth's tides are not affected differently. There's no reason Earthlings would need to be concerned with a shrinking moon unless we move there. What are the implications of these moonquakes for future human visits to the moon? Even if the quakes are big, they don't occur too often. Shallow moonquakes occur about once every 100 days on average across the entire lunar surface. The hazard would be important to protect against if and when people build an outpost for visiting or even living on the moon. Future moon bases should be installed far from seismic sources to avoid damage or built to withstand seismic shaking. However, not everyone is convinced of this potential hazard. Some researchers believe that shallow moonquakes from these thrust faults would be weaker and wouldn't affect many areas on the moon, including the majority of Artemis III landing site candidates. 
Bella's report certainly gives us something to consider as we plan for future lunar missions. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.